Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here, and welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. Today is TLC Day. Woo! We're going to be doing our live reactions Right here, youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. So hope, hopefully we'll see you there. This is, of course, Matt Chat, where yeah. we'll reach out to our patrons at the $20 a month and up mark and uh, solicit them for video questions or text questions or any kind of questions, and we will answer those questions right uh-huh. here on the show. Right. We got a couple questions today, mm-hmm. Larson. Let's dig right in. Yeah, Guillaume Halili. Yeah, Guillaume Jacksonville. Number one. Hey there, friendos. This is Jacksonville's number one match chat, Guion Halili, back with another match chat question. This week, what I want to know. Um, Seth's recent heel turn on Monday Night Raw was, in my opinion, uh, the WWE being on the ball, like knowing, okay, it's not working, let's turn Seth heel. What other things do they need to do now to continue staying on the right path or on the ball? Um, I have no examples. List them all. Too sweet, too good. Later, guys. Thank you, Guillaume. Thank you, Guillaume. All right. Should I give all my answers in song form, or that'd be just too... Yeah, I think we've done enough songs this week. Too much. One is good enough. Uh, So, uh, Seth Rollins' heel turn, I'm not going to say it was necessessarily unpredictable. No, it wasn't. Uh, It was... We saw it coming a mile away. Well, yeah, but at the same time, uh, WWE Vince McMahon can be very stubborn. Here, far so, too often. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt this. I'll say this out of me, and then you can go on. Far too often, they'll do something, and they'll think to themselves, "Well, this is too predictable. We gotta shake it up, and then do something just to 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 subvert what the fans think is going to happen." Then doesn't make any sense. There is this idea that has been bolstered by anecdotally by many wrestlers who have left WWE that. Once somebody is in a role, they are not. It's not likely they're going to get out of the role, yes. regardless of how well it goes over with fans or how poorly it goes over with fans. Uh, I mean, we've seen. I think Damian Sandow mentioned that. That's why, like, they never really like that dude. He had all the tools. He was so over, uh, especially he started doing this stuff with the Miz, and he was getting like huge reactions. I know. And they never really built on it. More recently, Rusev Day. Rusev Day is a good example as well. And so it is kind of surprising in the general sense, in the big picture sense, that Seth Rollins, who uh, for a spell there was sort of the guy that it seemed like they were looking at to be, you know, the Roman Reigns type the guy, the guy that they, they could run with him. Uh, and uh, and then, you know, it, it didn't go great. And they pulled the trigger on a heel turn. So that is, given that WWE can be very set in their ways often, it was kind of surprising it actually went that way. Um, So I guess the question is, what else could WWE do to uh, show us that they 
are listening to the fan base, or at least they're keeping, because here's the difference. The difference is back in the Attitude Era, seemingly, if somebody was hot, they would roll with it. Yep. And that's why it was a lot of that stuff was very successful, because yeah. they saw, okay, this guy's getting good reaction. Let's roll with and that. It wasn't just like this guy's getting good reactions. Let's roll with it. It wasn't. They caught it before it had peaked. Mm-hmm, yeah. More often than not. Yeah. As opposed to now, where it seems like, oh, we have to make. I mean, the the Kofi example, not with saying they met, they saw that and they saw the potential of that and ran with it. Thankfully, um, but a lot of times we see situations where someone's uh, uh, developing a following organically, and uh, you know, either they'll 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 fight you know, tooth and nail to keep that person in their position or they'll make some reactionary move mm-hmm. in, in, in hopes that like the Rusev day thing. I, I wonder if they thought breaking them up was actually going to catapult Rusev to, to, to better things. Yeah. I, that felt like change for the sake of change. Exactly. It really did like this reactionary things, maybe to, to, to do something with them. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot, far off far too often. There seems to be so little motivation for some of these story beats. They end up I, I guess hitting. so before we get into specifics, I would say this, like you, so a couple of answers I have, I like some of yours, some of the answers I have, um, I think time and time again, we've seen Oscar especially get a loud, a really, really solid crowd reaction. And yet everything for horsewomen seems to dominate uh, the women's division. Um, right now, Oscar and Kyrie Sane are in a pretty good spot and they are being booked pretty well. Mm-hmm. I have a bad feeling that later on today, uh, the Kabuki Warriors are going to lose those tag titles to Becky and Charlotte. I hope. Well, I hope your your head shake there is 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 correct. Plays out. We'll get into that more later too in the next couple questions as well. Uh, so, uh, but I think I think they're really terrific, and I think really rolling with them as this dominant force would be great. I think overall, though, my thing is this: if you're if 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 we saw some evidence or a backstage report or whatever that there is a new directive from Vince McMahon. Nothing changes unless you have six months planned out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like uh, Triple H's desire for NXT call-ups when call-ups were a thing. Yeah. Was he doesn't want call-ups to happen unless there's a six-month plan. And yeah, that's that what was he said. Like yeah, never the case. Never adhered to, no. But I would love for one time, one of these weird directors from Vincent Mann. At this point, the, the latest weird one was no announcing matches like <laughs> until the week before a pay-per-view. Uh, so there's like no real like solid thing to build to until the very last week. Uh I would love for there to be a weird, you know, oh, oh, Vince doesn't want any big story changes unless, or character changes, unless there is a six-month plan. That would be terrific. That would be terrific. However, the problem would be that three months into it, he would change his mind. Three months? Three days, maybe. Being generous. But, you know, uh, that, that, would be, that would be great if that was something that was implemented and executed properly. That's what I would like to see. Also, more factions. Yeah. Um, two major things pop out in my mind. Uh, they, uh, speaking of someone that they didn't uh, strike while the iron was hot, Braun Strowman. Yeah, uh, dude could easily been Universal Champion. Easily, easily. Um, and I don't think it's too late to get back there. Um, mm-hmm. You got to get him out of these celebrity feuds, and you got to get him in some real media feuds against real uh, opponents where he can uh, destroy things. Because that's what got him over initially. That feud against Roman that was great. Yeah. He was destroying things. Yep. You put him in that situation, he will get over again. People want a reason to like Braun. Mm-hmm, yeah. He checks all the boxes. He's huge. He's got a ton of personality. He, d- he does great in interview appearances, media appearances. Uh, he can be the face of your company, or at least one of the yeah. faces of your company. Absolutely. Build Braun back up. The other thing they got to do until it gets, before it gets stale, they got to stay on top of it, be proactive, not reactionary, is, is finding new 
ways to keep the fiend fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what they're seemingly do with this feud with the Miz, this kind of stopgap feud with Miz to prolong Daniel Bryan's storyline. Where it was, what is going on over there? Sorry, nothing. Where you don't have the fiend laying out the Miz, you have Firefly Funhouse Bray. Yeah. Because you have that version of Bray going after what's most important to Miz, his family. Yeah. Um, and you have it in the packaging of a kid's TV host versus a horror movie villain. That's more interesting. There's more interesting stuff going on. We already saw, you know, like the 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 feud between the fiend and Seth. How, the, how his matches, the fiends that his matches are going to play out. Mm-hmm. And if he just do that continuously, it's going to get old. It's going to get stale. Yeah. They need to stay on top of that. He's like Bray's moving a ton of merch. He's still getting good reactions for the most part. Not what they were, but still good. Um, and if they keep the character fresh, sky's the limit. If they keep doing the same thing, people get bored of it, and they're going to turn on it really fast. The best, Bray, we both said this, the fiend is a horror movie villain, and the best horror movie villains are unpredictable. Um, and you'd never want your, your bad guy to be unpredictable. You got to keep it going. You can't just expect the same thing to happen. One thing that I really do like, and I wish that they would keep on going, and this is, I'm positive it's mere coincidence, but the writers have been able to run with it, the idea that people are changed after The yes. Fiend. And I love that. I love that so yeah. much. And I hope that they are able to grab onto that. And before they book their next feud with Bray, will probably be Roman by the time Mania comes around. Yeah. Uh, by the time they do that, it's going to be, all right, we're going to put him in a program with so-and-so. What are our plans for that person when The Fiend is yes, done with them? that's a must. What big change can go down there? Mm-hmm. Or even like a subtle change that people can still point to and say, man, that's a battle scar. Yeah, you know, exactly. Somebody who has to change up their game, their exactly. in-ring style. Exactly. Whatever. Something. Mm-hmm. Something. Exactly. Uh, next, got a question from Christopher Rampersad. Hello, Stephen Lawrence. So my question is, this Sunday for TLC, we're going to have the women tag team champ in a TLC match. Now, I feel like Becky and Charlotte are just going to bury Asuka and Kyrie soon. Do you believe that? Or will this be like a competitive match? Or what was the point of having this match? Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. So. Oh, I go first. Um. All right, we, we differ on the outcome of this match at TLC. I, I see it going one way, and uh, you seem to see it go another way. I have, I, have, I have a... Whenever something pops up that I'm like, oh, God, please don't do that, I just get it in my head that it's, it's going to happen. happen. You set yourself up I for think disappointment. It, I think and you're it not prepares myself, yeah. So uh, I think the point of this, this tag title match at TLC is to accomplish uh, three things. First... You firmly establish Asuka and Kyrie as a force. We've seen them uh, 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 comport themselves uh, just fine in these handicap matches against uh, Charlotte and Becky the last two weeks. Um, you go, they go in this match, a TLC match, um, and it's hard fought, but they end up coming out ahead yeah. over Charlotte and Becky. Bang, you got some tag team champions firmly established as a dominant force. Whoever ends up taking the belts off them, it's going to be a huge deal, assuming they actually follow through on that momentum. Yeah. That's been a major issue, especially in the women's tag division. Yeah. Um, next, you you got to build up. They're, they're kind of orbiting the story that Becky can't beat Asuka. And if you want that win to really mean something, it's gonna, it has to happen in a one-on-one match where Becky makes Asuka tap out. Yeah. Um, and that's not going to be the case in a TLC-type situation. So if Becky and Charlotte lose to Asuka and Kyrie, more fuel to Becky's fire, wanting to get a win on Asuka. It's got to be in a singles bout, though. Do you think that uh, is your prediction going to be 
Becky and Charlotte lose here, which paves the way for Becky to redeem herself one year later at the Rumble against Oscar. Uh huh. Okay, yeah. that's exactly what it is. All right. Um, and page, then buddy. the third thing to do is long term looking towards Mania. If the plan is a four horsemen four way match, there's going to be tension between Charlotte and Becky coming out of that match not winning. So I think those are the three purposes of this match. Um, and I hope it goes that way because I feel like that's the more interesting path because how many times have we seen two people just kind of put together as a tag team win titles and because they're forced to be partners, they got to deal with the interpersonal things between them and it always bubbles over. We've seen that so many times. Yeah. Um, and, and, and if Becky gets her win over Oscar in a situation like this, it's not going to be as impactful as she got it in a one-on-one situation at the Rumble. Yeah, I suppose you're you're right about that. Uh, maybe that gives me a little bit of solace. Maybe I'll change my prediction on that one um, after having talked it out a little bit. Uh, yeah, I could I could see that. Perhaps. Yeah, I mean, look, everything is for horsewomen right now, mm-hmm. um, and I, I still believe that there's a good chance they're going to main event Mania in a Fatal Four Way, or at least have a high profile match at Mania in a, in a Fatal Four Way. Really mm-hmm. should main event. Um, but uh, but yeah, I could see that. Uh, I mean, I was thinking that, you know, Becky and Charlotte are a big deal. Everything's revolving around them, basically. And that's another reason to put just a general reason to put the tag titles on them, because then you can get conflict between two people who really don't like each other, but they're the tag champions. Yeah, we've seen that before. Um, It's sort of a tried and true formula. Mm. And that's why I could see Vince just going with it. Yes, that's because he paints in broad strokes, not details. Um, Oh, he also concentrates on moments and not storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a weird dichotomy. Um, so, uh, that being said, uh, what was the question? What's the point of the match? Yeah. Everything we just said. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I get that Becky and, and Charlotte lose then. I mean, Charlotte can still say to Becky, well, I beat Oscar at, at WrestleMania and you yeah. have a, you, you, you didn't, you weren't able to do that last year. Yeah. And we weren't, you weren't able to do that. Like if Becky is the one that takes the, the loss too, mm-hmm, yeah. and Charlotte can pin all the blame on Becky um, and, and Becky beats Oscar at the Rumble, and that even furthers the stuff between her and Charlotte. Exactly. And then that leads to Mania. Yep. Cool. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Next, Ron Armenta. Another question about the women's tag title match at TLC. Let's see what Ron has to say. Ron! Hey, Stephen Larson. This is Ron Armenta with a match chat question for Sefi, which is, how long do you think the Kabuki Warriors are going to keep their titles as the tag team champions? And I'm going to add something to that. Um... Do you think it's going to go, they're going to maintain them all the way to WrestleMania, or do you think they're going to drop the titles to Becky and Charlotte at TLC? If you would, fantasy book how that plays out all the way out to WrestleMania, and if they're going to drop them at TLC, um, book out how that's going to be used to break Becky and Charlotte up somewhere down the road. All right, thanks for everything you do. Uh, too sweet, hearty handshake, and too good me, brother. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, Ron. Uh, so, after we discussed it in the previous questions, would you like to update your answer? How long will Oscar and Kyrie have them tag titles? If it's not Charlotte and Becky that takes it off them, it's going to be a long I know. time. I know. It's going to be a long time. Uh, I, I, I would guess that here's the thing. Like, anything that I say, assuming it's not Becky and Charlotte, anything I say will end up being... Like I, there, there is no plan in place. I would think. I don't think that they would figure if they if if it's not Charlotte and Becky, then they don't really figure too much into the into the into the horsewoman scene. They're just going to keep on dominating. I mean, you could say this about any number of teams. You could say they're going to have Alexa and Nikki back together really as a team. Uh, you know, trying to get those titles. Uh, you could say it could be Fire and Desire. Um, it could be a team coming from NXT. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. that. It'd be wise for them just to. We've heard we've heard that Vince doesn't really know what to do with the women tag titles, the women's tag titles, anyways. Uh, so I think that why not just keep them on them until somebody, another women, a women's tag team mm-hmm. is built mm-hmm. to that level, yeah, and then it could be a big, big deal. I fear though that Vince sometimes just likes change for the sake of change, yeah. and so we'd get Alexa and Nikki getting them back, or we'd get. Uh, you know, fire and desire mm-hmm. f- with no real reason. I mean, if the, if the Kabuki Warriors are able to get through Becky and Charlotte, they should be the Bruno of their generation for the tag titles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, whether or not that's going to happen, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, the soonest that's going to happen, I feel like, is Mania. And again, that's only if they take the, the time to build up another team Yeah, um, th- that, can, that can challenge Asuka and Kyrie and, and make it believable. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then... Yeah, if they get through Becky and Charlotte, they're going to have those belts for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the second part of his question, uh, will a tag win for Becky and Charlotte lead to their breakup? No, I think a loss will lead to their breakup. A tag loss for Becky and Charlotte will lead No, he to- wants to know if a win would eventually lead to their breakup. And that was, you know, we talked about the previous question in that. We've oh, seen that countless times. a breakup times. of Becky and Charlotte? Yeah. I think it's going to be, if they don't, if they, yeah, if they don't win at TLC... 
I think if they win, I think either way it's going to lead to them Obviously. being even. They're, they're not together. No, this is a, 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 a arrangement made just for the sake of, of this one match. And if they want, I mean, my thing about them winning the tag titles is because everything revolves around the horsewomen. We see them at odds. What reason would there be for them to be in each other's sphere necessarily? I mean, besides they're on the same brand, there's that Raw Women's and title. They have a long history. And they have Judy. a long history, but like. You know, the tag titles are one more thing to force them to interact. You know, maybe that's well, the, be the up the ante from last year. They have the women's match, a fatal four way with all the women's titles on the line. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's a possibility, you know. And yeah, we're walking out there with Becky four belts. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, that could happen. That could totally happen. Uh, next, a new Matt Chatter, and I apologize to get the name incorrect. I, I believe he said Casa de Calour. Uh, let's see what he has to say. Okay. Hey, Steven Larson. It is I, Casa de Calour. Making my Matt Chat debut. I am fortunate enough to live in Chicago, Illinois, but I opted out of going to Survivor Series weekend in favor of just hitting up NXT and hitting up Dynamite the following Wednesday. And I was wondering, you know, if it were hypothetically possible for someone, what would be the better uh, option, the better experience going to take over and an episode of Dynamite or going to an AEW pay-per-view, and an episode of NXT Weekly. Thank you, new Matt Chatter, Casa de Colu. Yes, thank you very much. So, you have a choice here. Takeover, Dynamite, Easy. TV taping, or Easy. AEW pay-per-view, NXT TV. So, Easy. we've been fortunate enough to go to uh, some takeovers. I think just two. We've been to two takeovers, right? Uh, yeah. We've Orlando been and New York, Brooklyn. New Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn. And then we've been to a couple of AEW shows. Yeah pay-per-views and those all been a blast absolute oh, blast man big time so it comes down to would i rather go to an episode of dynamite and takeover or nxt tv i know uh one of your bucket list items is go to full sale for a taping yeah i'll just go first I go guess. ahead here's the thing uh takeovers are great yeah but they're the gold standard right now as far as wrestling shows as far as wrestling shows at least in america they're the gold standard however uh they are putting on takeover level matches uh, on NXT TV, maybe not every week, but every month, um, you every almost every week you get almost takeover level matches, like nearing the quality of takeover matches on their regular TV. And I'm sorry, but that full sale crowd has basically turned into Church of NXT, and there is a uh, intimacy, a camaraderie there that I don't think can be matched by a takeover. Um, I think that's part of the entire experience. You've got 400 people packed in. They seemingly all know each other. Um, it just seems like more of an experience than going to, because, yeah, we've been to a couple takeovers, and they just feel like really, really good wrestling shows with a general audience and Wale. Um, when we were there, anyways. Uh, at Full Sail, being there live is part of the thing. It's part of the thing. So being in a full sale show, and on top of that, you take a look at some of those, some of the, the latest AEW Dynamite crowds, and yeah, they're really good crowds. They're really hyped to be there for AEW, but you see a lot more empty seats these days because nobody's gonna sustain that momentum. Like nobody's gonna fill 5,000 seat arenas every single week. Um, and so some of the enthusiasm I feel for the TV stuff has died down a little bit but the pay-per-views, given that they're still only quarterly, those are still the hot ticket items. Those are still where you'll get 
the uh, Kenny Omega, uh, John Moxley death matches. That's where they're going to pull off all the bells and whistles. Uh, and so that's why you definitely go to NXT TV and uh, AEW pay-per-view. Yeah, it's hard to argue that, but I'll try to make the point of takeover. Like I said, takeover is a gold standard. You know going to a takeover, you're not going to get a dud. You might get like a five-and-a-half-star match. Yeah, you're not going to get a dud. Yeah. And granted, yes, NXT TV has been enjoyable for the most part. Pretty darn good. And then you get the atmosphere of the full-sale crowd. Uh, uh, you get to go to, you know, if 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 you're, you're a regular... You go to dinner afterwards. Sometimes some NXT superstars show up there. Sometimes Triple H shows up too. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is quite the community they built up in Orlando around NXT. Um, and that would probably be pretty cool to enjoy. Uh, however, takeovers, they're still special. They're quarterly more or less as well. Gold standard. And yeah, it's hard to stay in the momentum of, 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 of what AEW has done with Dynamite. Uh, that being said, um, of all of the potential experiences listed here, that feels like the newest, the freshest, the most sure. unpredictable. I don't know what to expect walking in there. Mm-hmm. Like if I walk into Full Sail, I feel like I have a pretty good idea what I'm going to walk into. I'm going to mm-hmm. expect in terms of the, the atmosphere of the venue, uh, the temperament of the crowd, the show in front of me. I don't know if that's the case with Dynamite. So I'll take the, the, the most surefire thing, which is a takeover, because you know that's going to be awesome, and the most unpredictable thing. Because, you know, like there's been really good episodes of Dynamite. And there's some that be like, all right, this is it's fine. Mm, it's yeah. not gonna, it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna, uh, uh, like, all, you know, like, shake the ground underneath my feet. It's so awesome. Yeah. Um. So give me the most surefire great thing and the most unpredictable thing. Sure, why not? There you go. Why not? There you go. I don't know. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, anyways, uh, next video question is from Rich. Rich! Rendo's Rich of Smash Bro here. In the holiday season, who do you think gives and gets the weirdest Christmas gifts? And try to keep the fiend out of it because, as we all know, he sucks. And, yeah. So, anyone else but him, who do you think gives the weirdest gifts? And then, who do you think also requests the weirdest gifts? Well, let me know. Thank you, Rich. Mm-hmm. All right, since you went first, I'll go first. So, uh, War Raiders. They're Vikings. Or yeah. they fashion themselves Vikings. Probably get you something cool. They could, or they could be, I don't know. Like, they could make their own stuff. And it's like, oh, cool. It's, you know, like this, it's... A, you know, and like how Vikings would have made it, you know, years past. They're like, oh, wow, it's, you know, like some carved pieces of wood and some arrangement. What is this? And they explain to you, and you're completely lost and baffled about what it is. Like a big hunk of animal meat. Yeah, they could. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You or know, some weird mead. Yeah. Have you ever had mead? No. It's not good. <laughs> I don't know. What is it's honey wine? Oh, okay. All right. It's not, I didn't enjoy it. At least the, the meat I had wasn't good. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, if, like, if they're really true, the Viking spirit. Like they bring you some uh, lutefisk. You know what that is? No. Fish pickled in lye. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Don't want that. Mm-mm. I mean, I've had my fair share of Scandinavian uh, uh, food. Yeah. And that's one thing. That's that's the one thing. Mm-mm. Mm, that sounds like too much. You know what much. lye does when it hits your skin? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, the scene yeah. in Fight Club. Oh yeah. I it's know. hardcore stuff. Don't yeah. mess with it. Um, as far as the wrestler who probably gets the weirdest gifts, Velveteen Dream. He's a sexual being. Yeah. And he probably gets all sorts of, 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 of crazy sex stuff. Yeah. And I imagine at a certain point he has to be like, 
All right, enough already. Yeah. He's like, here's this. And you're like, what are you supposed to do with this? We'll put it in your butt. Okay. What's next? Here, what am I supposed to do is put it in your butt. Okay. Is there anything you're getting me on? I'm not supposed to put my butthole. <laughs> He's like, no, you can put it all at the same time. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you like my answer? I just wrote down, no way, Jose. No way, Jose. He'd get you like a weird party costume. Like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? And he's like. I don't want to be dressed like a hot dog. He's like, get get in a dance. Come line with me. Bro, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. That's a bunch of independent talent. <laughs> I'm not a local wrestler. Uh-uh. I'm not. I've seen what happens to those guys. They get beat up. Yep. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, who? Uh, the Fiend. No, he said you can't mention the fiend. Oh shit! Okay, that's the obvious answer, man. Oh god! Uh, it's like Damien Priest. Damien Priest. People give him all sorts of vampire things. Here's stuff. a couple of VIP flyers. <laughs> no, no, like in terms of gifts that he's given, people give him all sorts of vampire stuff. Like, oh, oh yeah, I'm actually not a vampire. I'm not actually a vampire. Why would you get me a wooden cross? <laughs> I know that's like supposed to hurt me. I know. Why right? Would you, why would you give me these, these clothes of garlic? <laughs> I thought vampires like that. No, we hate no, them. No, I mean, we hate vampires. Hate no, yes, not me. Vampires. All right. Uh, text question time. First from Luis Ariza. He asks, so Shibata, Nakamura, and Tanahashi are, walk into a bar. are known as the three musketeers of New Japan due to oh. them debuting around the same time and being prominent figures. So who are the three musketeers of each era? Also, if Larson was a snake, what snake would he be? Damn was. Snake. Is. Not a snake. What kind of snake would you be? Gardener snake. Really? Those are harmless. Exactly. Nah, man. Yours would be harmful. You'd be one of them damn... Uh, Cuphead. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. A rattlesnake. Nope. That's you because you go... Anyways, who are your three musketeers of each era? Oh, they're pretty similar to yours. Yeah, they really are. I've got uh, Rock Austin and Mankind. I have Rock Austin and Triple H for the Attitude Era. Yeah, okay. Because they all kind of came in around the same time. I know Triple H was before the other two, I believe. But it was around mm-hmm. within like a year or so, or yeah. two of each other, I think. Yeah. Uh, Ruthless Aggression. I've got Cena, Orton, and Lesnar. Same. I don't know. That's, that's like... You might make a case for Batista. Batista, yeah. Maybe the only person you make a case for above the they other They were all three. in what, OVW together? Together, yeah. Yeah. Uh, PG era, this is a bit more difficult. I've got Punk, Brian, and The Miz. I have Punk, Brian, because we agreed on that because they were like the first wave of, of Ring of Honor guys. <laughs> you could say Cena's shift to PG Cena. You could, you could. Because he was sort of what they based Built it around. around yeah. yeah, but but as far as Brian and Punk, they were the first, really the first wave of indie guys to come in. Yeah, I couldn't think of another like indie guy. I couldn't either, so I said AJ Lee okay. because I think she was at the forefront of what would eventually become the Divas revolution Mm -hmm. um you know she came in and 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 you know in terms of actual wrestling acumen yeah um you know she was doing a lot of the stuff that we're seeing now yeah true you know years before you know like like what a year or two before Paige came up Mm -hmm. and then you know eventually the four horsewomen and and everybody else yeah as far as modern era you have the shield you have the whole shield i've got the shield there man i've got seth rollins because the entire company was basically built around those three guys they're all former world champions uh two of them are former universal champions one guy isn't even there anymore um but i mean boy oh boy it was obvious that when they came in it was like okay these are this is the future right here yeah as a tag team, as you know, separate guys, they were all pushed to the moon. Uh, for my modern trio, I have Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, uh, Seth Rollins, the it, men that kind of really established NXT, yeah. different iterations of NXT, and also the second wave of indie wrestlers coming to WWE, and they were the wave that really, I think, 
pushed WB in terms of in-ring action way more in that direction. I think, no, I think it's totally normal for like there to be an additional category for NXT, and that would be those guys. Um, so, yeah, it would be uh, Owens. Well, you take Rollins out, you can put Owens, Balor, and Nakamura. Yeah, that's who I originally had, actually. Yeah. And if, if, if Nakamura had achieved the same level of success on main roster at NXT, I might have kept them in there. Yeah. Um, but... But you can't, I mean, you can't go without Rollins in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rollins is such a big deal. Obviously. Uh, next, Jeremiah Price asks us to rank our five favorite WrestleManias. Okay. Do you want me to go first or do you want to? Uh, we can go one. All right, go trade. ahead. Okay, right. my first one is the one we were at, 31. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. boy, what a, that was such a fun time. Mm-hmm. It was like two weeks or no, that was like, what, two months after we got laid off. I wasn't even going to go. I really like, twist your arm. I'm on like tight money spending. Whenever it's something like that, I'm like, oh man, I'm locking down. And I was like, this. I know I'm we just got go. laid off, but here's an opportunity for us to let off some steam. It's been stressful. Yeah, I don't need more let's, stress by going. Go, to something. No, let's go and have fun. It's you, me, and Hilton. All right. Well, I went. We had I fun. It was a blast. And it's my favorite WrestleMania. All right, my favorite is probably WrestleMania 30. Okay. Had a b- bunch of awesome matches, some shocking moments. Um, Daniel Bryan finished the show with both titles. It was great. Yeah. No, that's great. That's my number three pick. My number two pick is WrestleMania. 18 because of rock hogan right because man rock hogan was crazy and it had like other cool matches too it had like austin and the nwo it was a really weird pay-per-view it was a weird and, like technically i'm not sure it was even that great of a pay-per-view but man it had a lot of weird stuff going on and i'm a big fan of weird stuff. you do like weird uh my second favorite is wrestlemania 17 mm-hmm. uh, i think it's one. one that's generally regarded as one of if not the best sure. WrestleMania. it's a quality yeah. show I'm going to go next with uh wrestlemania 30 you've already mm-hmm. mentioned that and uh, my third one is wrestlemania 31 okay yeah yeah uh, my next one is WrestleMania 19. It's my way, my way, oh, or the just highway. Video package, huh? Just for the video package. Okay. Well, my fourth one is WrestleMania 28, and that's just for the end of the era match. That's a terrific match. It's a fantastic. Probably match. the best WrestleMania match of all time. Could be. And then my last one is 14, uh, because that was the first WrestleMania that I saw as a wrestling fan. Um, was WrestleMania 14? It was the start of the Stone Cold era. Mm-hmm. Um, not a great pay per view by any stretch, but it was definitely sort of the first definitive Attitude Era pay-per-view. What main evented 13? Uh, Sid versus Undertaker. Yeah. Mm, That's where Sid uh, may have pooped his pants. (laughs) Yeah. And granted, that did have Bret Hart versus Stone Cold, but I feel like 14, that was the first mania really Mm -hmm. of the Attitude Era. Yeah. Uh, My final one is WrestleMania 1. It's the first WrestleMania I saw. Again, not the best show. It's a weird mania. It's it a is. weird show. It is a weird show. Um, but I rented that videotape all the time. That's awesome. All the time back in the day. Um, it's one of the things that really, one of the shows that really, 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 really got me into wrestling. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's not the best show, but it's it's got a, a place in my heart nonetheless. It's just it's just it's just early. It's it's crazy to see what big scope me meant to back then during know. you know during that era in nineteen eighty five. I know. Yeah. Uh, one last text question from the Hadley Doodley champ. He says, this week's, this week's question come from Steve here doesn't like Henry and Austin 60 scra- Scrabble champ. I don't know what any of this stuff means. That's this a long, weird discord two stuff. name or one name? I don't know. Pitch a film that is a kayfabe telling of the life, life of the shock master. How was his childhood? What was his first job? Where did he train? And where do you get a bedazzled stormtrooper helmet? I feel like it was a kid who didn't really even know how to talk until he was like five. But then when he, he discovered his voice, it was immediately uh, Ole Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But right. like, you know, pitch down, like, talking more like this, you mm-hmm. know. Or maybe, what if it's more like, uh, what if it's like the childhood of like Orson Welles? Orson Welles has said that, you know, everybody 
said that he was from the moment he could remember. Everybody said that he was like the most gifted child. Yeah, he was a prodigy, essentially. He was a prodigy, yeah. exactly. And all that led to the moment where the Shockmaster was going to make his debut. He's going to be a wrestling god. Yeah. And then somebody put a two by four and at he the couldn't base, see it. And he couldn't see it, and he falls. And then just like Orson Welles in his real career, you know, he never Shockmaster never got a Citizen Kane. Uh, because he fell, mm-hmm. and so he just drifted off into obscurity. Yeah, Orson Welles kind of similarly. You know, he made Citizen Kane. It was a big deal, but the big rich guy Hearst shut him down basically. And yeah, he made a lot of great movies, but never really within the studio system where he no. could have maybe thrived instead of having to you know sell uh, fish sticks to get money and to frozen scrap peas together money and frozen peas and, and yelling at directors on set. Yeah. Um, what was the line from Wrath of Khan where uh, uh, Spock says he's obviously brilliant, but the two-dimensional yes. thinking he lacks two di- three, he lacks three-dimensional thinking something like that suffers from one-dimensional thinking two-dimensional thinking yeah. yeah maybe that's the thing with with child prodigy Shockmaster okay um, sure yeah like there's one thing like he can do incredible things from a young age however there's just there's that one weakness that he uh, over time. Despite his great accomplishments, despite all he does, he can never just, he, he just never really overcomes. He is intelligent, but not experienced. His pattern indicates two dimensional thing. I'm going to watch that when I get home. That's such a great movie. Um, and so, whatever that is, in terms of re- related to looking down or looking at what's, maybe the problem is that he looks too far into the, the future. <laughs> he looks ahead too far yeah. instead of looking right in terms in of, of what's right in front of him. Or and that's feet. That's always his weakness. Yeah. You know, like he, he accomplishes a lot. He does a lot of great things from a young age. However, when he, his focus is too far ahead, you know, he's too much of a visionary maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's standing behind that wall about to break through Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid Man style. And he's thinking to myself, oh, lights, money, mm-hmm. riches, success, fame, women. success. He's like, and he gets his cue. All right. What does he not do? Does not look right in front of him. Yeah. And look what happens. Yeah, it's his undoing. Yep. It's a tragedy is what it is. <laughs> And everybody's laughing at him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You have Ole Anderson, who's the voice I'm trying not to laugh about. <laughs> trying not to laugh. Oh, God. That's so good. That is so good. Anyways, what a great... Oh, the Stormtrooper helmet. That's got to be something like that's got to be his, rose, his rosebud. That's his rosebud. That's his yeah. rosebud. Yeah. That's the manifestation of, of his innocence uh-huh. that, he, that he didn't get to truly experience because he was child prodigy. Yeah, but wasn't Star Wars like maybe ten years old by that time? Wasn't even that. It was like six years. It was like ninety two when the shock. Was it ninety two? Yeah, it was the early nineties when the shock. Oh, thing you're happened. right. That's right. So it was fifteen years. Oh my god. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're right. There you go. Shockmaster. There you go. Anyways, thanks everybody for your Matt Chat questions. You can participate in Matt Chat as well at the twenty dollar mark on the Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Join us for TLC. Hit the like button. You got to hit that like hit button. Hit that like button. Hit that like button. Hit that like button. An odd number of times. And also uh, subscribe, notify bell, all notifications, please. And thank you. We'll see you later on for TLC. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.